Good afternoon, this is Ketchel Kirkham with Looking Up. A few minutes in the middle of the week to think about astronomical things. First of all, a reminder that the observatory in observatory has open nights on the second and fourth Saturdays of each month at 8pm. You need to book, which you can do from their website, saao.ac.za. The next two sessions on the 25th of February and the 11th of March have both been given by Daniels. Daniel Gronewald followed by Daniel Connemer. Take a look at their website for up-to-date details and I'll put the website address on the podcast to this which you can find from the Fine Music Radio website. Right, exoplanets. Planets orbiting around distant stars in our galaxy. We're finding more and more, but it's very tricky to actually take an image of them. There are several ways of inferring they exist, such as noticing the dimming of a star as a planet passes between the Earth and that star, an eclipse if you like. But actually taking an image is a very, very difficult thing to do. Planets are relatively small objects and do not themselves emit light. They can only reflect it from their parent star. And that star may be very bright and outshine its planets. So several techniques can be used. The very large telescope in Chile took images of its lightest exoplanet yet after data from two European sky mapping missions indicated something was tugging at the orbit of a distant young star. The star in question is called AF Liparis and is some eight to seven and a half light years away from Earth in the constellation Lepus, the hare, just south of the celestial equator. Two teams of astronomers have recently focused on this star after scouring through data gathered by the European Space Agency's Hipparchos and Gaia space telescopes. So this is an example of collaboration between different types of telescopes and the data is being gathered at different times. Anyway, these two spacecraft focus on charting the positions and trajectories of stars in the sky. When astronomers examined the telescope's observations of AF Liparis, they found odd changes in the star's orbit, which suggested that a large planet might be present in its orbit. Planets exert a gravitational tug on their host stars, perturbing their trajectory on the sky, and this looked like such a case. They used the Very Large Telescope's adaptive optic system, which can correct the distortion of signals caused by Earth's atmosphere. The system is also fitted with a coronagraph, a device that blocks the intense light from a star and enables astronomers to study in better detail the star's dimmer surroundings. Astronomers discovered that an exoplanet four to six times as massive as our solar system's largest planet Jupiter was orbiting AF Liparis at about the same distance as Saturn orbits our Sun. Directly imaging exoplanets is notoriously difficult and since the planets are so much dimmer than their host stars, Astronomers can only usually obtain images of extremely large exoplanets that orbit very far from their stars. For example, the first exoplanet directly imaged by the James Webb Space Telescope is 12 times more massive than Jupiter and orbits more than twice as far away from its star than Pluto orbits our Sun. And less than 5% of the currently known 5,500 exoplanets have been directly imaged. AF Liparis is about as massive and as hot as our sun. The European Southern Observatory wrote in a statement that in addition to its one known planet, the star also has a disk of debris similar to the solar system's Kuiper belt. AF Liparis is, however, much younger than the sun at 24 million years old. It's about 200 times younger than our sun. This young age makes AF Liparis and its planetary system especially intriguing for astronomers 
as it can provide insights into the evolution of our own solar system. If you want to find out more about this new image or even have a look at it on the internet, uh, you can take a look at space.com or the European Southern Observatory's website ESO.org, which describes further the detection of the exoplanet's atmosphere as well. So I'll put these websites in the podcast write-up on the Fine Music Radio website. And for now, this is Ketchel Kirkham wishing us clear skies.